why. Why seven? I titled this why seven and you'll find out why in a couple of minutes. But first off, think about the question why. Why is one of those cool questions. You know, I was back in journalism school. We had who, what, where, when, why, and how. And why was always one of the things we wanted to get at to determine the reason somebody did something, the motivation, the inclination, the intent, the purpose. Because when we understand why, it helps us to better understand the actions that people take. Sometimes, yes, sometimes no. Sometimes people are just plain crazy and we will never understand the reason why they do things. They won't even understand it. Sometimes, um, the, the question why has always fascinated me. Why do other people do things? But not only why do other people do things, but why the heck do I do some of the things I do? Why is what drives us? Why is our motivation? It's the deep down reason, the meaning that we give to everything that causes us to act or causes us to freeze and not act when we're given an opportunity to, to make a change, to, to face a challenge, to do something. Uh, there was a study I learned about in college and it was a, a study of and I don't know that I don't remember the details of it. It's been, you know, decades since I've been to college, but it was a, a cut in line at a drinking fountain study. And some psychologists and doctors did a study to see how many people would allow you to, to cut in line at the drinking fountain or not based on whether you gave them a reason or not. And they found that people were like 10 times more likely to say yes and go ahead and let you break in line to get a drink at the drinking fountain than if you didn't give them a reason why, even if the reason that you gave them was ridiculous. I mean, they gave reasons like, well, I'm thirsty or I'm late for class. Well, late for class might've been more reasonable than, hey, I'm thirsty. Well, guess what? Everybody's standing in the line at the drinking fountain is thirsty. So that doesn't make sense. But even if somebody used a nonsensical thing, they would still be more likely to say yes. So that's just a, a little study that always sticks in my mind of a reminder of how important it is that people understand our why, why we do things and more than other people, why we and how we understand our own why. Um, we all have reasons that we do things. Usually we um, respond automatically emotionally because our subconscious is, is controlling a lot of our whys. And that's why today's lesson is so important. And the tool that we're going to learn is called the seven whys. I learned it from Dean Graciosi. I always learned, and I learned a long time ago, like decades ago, whenever you want to do something, you want to find out your motivation and you want to go several levels deep. And it was always five levels until early this year. I think it was in January, actually. I did a course with Dean Graciosi on, uh, on this. And one of the topics he covered was the seven whys. And he said, like me from probably Tony Robbins, from Jim Rohn, from whoever back in the, in the day, we learned to ask ourselves the question why five times. So you want something, we have a desire, we want something, we want to start a business, we want to get through COVID unscathed, we want to um, get in a relationship, whatever it is, whatever area or aspect of our life, whatever thing it is that we want, first we have a want or a desire. We talked about those a couple of days ago. So once you know what you want, you have to know why you want it. Because otherwise, as soon as you start going for it, when, when an obstacle or a little challenge or something comes up, that is a little bit difficult or you get a no. Heaven forbid, should someone tell you no, or that's not a good idea, or you get some naysayers, you'll fold up and quit as soon as you get the first little bit of resistance. I was going for a walk yesterday and it was super duper windy. And I was like trying to talk myself out of going for a walk because it was so windy. And of course that's ridiculous. It just reminded me that resistance is important in our life. It, it, 
is there to find out whether we're serious or not about what it is we say that we want or, or the things that we go after. <laughs> so Dean taught uh, an exercise, our tool for today, which is the seven whys. And what you do is you, you think of something that you want, and I'll demonstrate, I'll give an example of this in a minute, but you think about something that you want. And so I always put want at the top of a sheet of paper. Then I'd go seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, or one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It doesn't matter. You do whatever works for you. And then I, I say the thing I want, say I want to lose 10 pounds. That that's the thing I want, lose 10 pounds. Well, why do I want to lose 10 pounds? And I, I say, cause I want to, I've, I've got a wedding to go to or something. And then, well, why, why do I want to lose 10 pounds to do that? Well, so that I can fit into the dress that I bought, you know, five months ago for this wedding that's been postponed three times because of COVID. And then why, why do you want to fit into that dress? Well, so I don't have to go out and buy another dress. Why, why do you want to not go out and buy another dress? Well, all the stores are closed and I can't go buy another dress. Well, why is that? Well, cause of COVID. So why? Or do you not want to go to the store? So you just keep asking why seven layers deep to get down to the core real reason, the real core value or belief reason that you are motivated and driven to do that thing. Because it isn't until we get down to the emotional or the real belief that it has the real power to drive us through those little obstacles and keep us working toward what it is that we say that we want or we think that we want or believe that we want. It's really that deep. And I didn't believe it when I first tried this a couple of times and I've done it several times. Now here's some of the exercises that I've done it for. Um, whenever I am looking to do something now, one of the things I do is I pull this out of my toolbox and I ask myself a series of seven Y questions. And I, I usually don't write it down. I've been writing it down for the challenge, but otherwise I don't always write it down, but there is a lot of power in writing it down. I, I will admit I get much better results when I sit down with paper and a pencil or a pen and I actually write down it because it causes me to really think about what I'm, I'm thinking and saying it. And so I don't flash through it immediately. I actually spend time consciously considering it and I pull a lot more stuff up. Now this can be a really messy process, meaning emotional. It can be emotional because we're digging down to things that we consciously probably have not thought about in years. If we've ever consciously thought about it at all. I did one of these and it came up from like, Second or third grade, I felt really stupid. I was embarrassed in, in reading class one day and I felt really stupid from that. And <clears throat> I saw that how that one little event and the emotion around that event, even though I didn't remember it until I did this exercise, has impacted me for, for decades, literally for decades. That event has caused me to have to prove that I'm not stupid, right? Not prove that I'm smart, but prove that I'm not stupid, which sometimes makes me defensive or whatever. It makes me behave in ways that I wouldn't normally behave in if I had never gotten the idea that I was stupid, if that makes sense. So we, we want to get down to the core beliefs, the core feelings that are at the bottom of what will drive us to make sure we achieve the thing that we say that we want. So let's do an example of this. Like I said, here's some of these. And what I found is that Sometimes they line up with the keys, you know, the seven keys of our life, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial contribution or relationship. And other times they're a combination of all of the above. For example, though, I'm going to reach for my notebook and grab my magnifying glass so I can actually kind of see it. I did. <clears throat> what do I want? One thing I want is I want to do the get up and go challenge. I knew I wanted to do a challenge for myself, you know, selfishly and for everybody else and for other people as well. 
but I knew I wanted to do a challenge at the beginning of the COVID pandemic because of these reasons. So why did I want to do a challenge? What did I want? I wanted to do the get up and go challenge. And I actually did, I think I actually did a live challenge workshop first was teaching people how to do challenges. <clears throat> and then that morphed into teaching people and myself how to handle challenges and handle change in the best way possible. And then some of the things we'll learn about throughout the rest of the challenge, I'll share with you as I've done this now, this is the fourth 30 plus day challenge that I've done since COVID started. And why? Well, let's ask ourselves seven layers of why. And this will be messy because I can't see my notes, but let's say, okay, we wanna do the get up and go challenge. Well, why do I wanna do the get up and go challenge? <clears throat> I wanted to do it to help other people and myself handle challenges and get through this challenge as unscathed as possible. Originally, my thought was, I just want to get through this with as much as little damage to myself and the different areas and aspects of my life as possible. Well, why did I want that? <clears throat> well, to better prepare myself for the changes and challenges that were bound to come with the COVID pandemic. Um, and then why did I want that? Well, because I wanted to reduce my doubt, my worry, my fear, my lack, my scarcity. <clears throat> you know, everybody's battling for toilet paper and yeah, I had plenty, but everybody's battling for toilet paper and things like that, things that we took for granted. And so I wanted to make sure that I could reduce my feelings of scarcity, of lack, of doubt, worry, and fear that are associated with the pandemic. I also, why did I want that? Well, because I personally am in a higher risk category. I'm 60. I've had a sudden cardiac arrest. I've had tons of other health challenges throughout my life. And there is an element of doubt, worry, and fear with that. So I wanted to make sure that I could be reducing that. Well, you know, and then why did I want to reduce that? So I could help make a positive difference in a messed up situation, right? I don't think anyone would disagree that this, this year, 2020 and COVID pandemic have been a really messed up situation. So I want to find ways to make a positive difference in that. Well, why do I want to do that? Well, so I could feel like I was doing something positive and proactive, um, in dealing with the situations that are arising, all the different challenges. And I also knew that this wasn't gonna be the last challenge that I or anyone else ever faced. Why again? Well, to find the lessons, the good, the opportunities in all of the craziness. Because if we flip from focusing on the problem to focusing on the solution, we're going to put more energy toward finding solutions and making things work out the way we want them to than if we're focusing on what we're missing, what's wrong, what we can't do. So why do I want that? So that I could get some control and do what I can do. Um, so I could feel like I had some control. Now that works itself all the way down to control in a situation, which is the emotion I want to feel. I want to feel empowered and in control of my actions and my life and what I'm doing and proactive versus feeling like everything is out of my hands. Everything is uh, being controlled by other people. Now, control for me is a deeply seated emotional issue because I've been in situations where I gave up my personal power and gave up my control and I wasn't controlled. I was controlled by other people, other situations, other things. And that felt really, really bad to me. So <clears throat> control, wanting to have control or as much control as I possibly can by being personally responsible is very, very important to me. It's a core value to me. So that shows you how you can get super deep. Now, the first few things are things that everybody wants, right? We all want safety, security. We all want to feel better. We all want to know that um, 
we all want to kind of make the world a better place. We all want to have a positive impact on the world, not a negative impact on the world. So those first four or five levels all are very similar for people. And you'll say, oh, it's just what everybody else says. Well, yeah, it is because a lot of our human needs are the same. But it's when we get and dig to those bottom two levels that we really find out what is different and what's most important to us. And some of it's the same as other people, but for the most part, it's different than other people. I don't know very many people that felt stupid in second grade and had the exact same experience as me. Now, have a lot of people felt stupid throughout their life and it's impacted them for decades? Absolutely. But that unique story, that finding that out for me, allowed me to let that go. As, as a 60-year-old, I know that I don't have to prove that I'm not stupid all the time because I never really was stupid, right? It was just a stupid situation that in my you know, what seven-year-old brain got blown out of proportion and then got evidence thrown on top of it for decades. And every time I did something stupid or said something stupid, it got piled onto that memory and it, not to that memory, but to that topic and made bigger and bigger and bigger in my life. Same thing with control. Same thing with anything else that we want. So our action item today is to go through this exercise at least once, meaning pick something that you want and just sit down for a minute or two and think about, well, why do I want that? Well, and then when you answer the, the, the first why, then you ask why about that next thing. So it's just like a step change thing. It sounds hard and complicated, but it's super duper easy. It's like, all right, <clears throat> why do I want to get a new job? You know, say you lost your job and you want, to, your, your want is I want a new job. Well, why do you want a new job? Well, why do you want that? Answer question. Why do you want that? And you just go down seven layers deep. And guess what? You can go deeper than seven layers. Then it gets really interesting. But <clears throat> seven seems to be enough to get us at the emotion. And we always want to get at the emotion that drives us because it's our emotions that drive us. And again, there's a handful of emotions that most people are driven by, right? Love, money. Well, there's, there's positive and negative ones. We won't go into that. But, but love, belonging, contribution, making the world a better place. There's a lot of common ground that we have, especially if you're listening to me and being part of this Get Up and Go Challenge. So our assignment today, our, our tool is the seven whys. Our action item today is just to go through this once and then share one aha moment or one thing that you learned by going through this exercise that you were surprised about. Like, I was really surprised. Now, other people probably could have told me I, I was feeling stupid, but... I was surprised to find out that I, I thought I was stupid, that I felt stupid. I wasn't surprised about the control one because I've been working on that one for a long time. But I was surprised when I worked my way down and I got to the stupid one. So that's it today. Seven whys. It's easier than I'm describing it. If you have questions about this, ask in the comments below because it can be a little tricky going through it sometimes. And we can just have a, a direct message dialogue about it versus, you know, having to do it in the group or having to do it on the page. That's it. That's our, our lesson for today. It's a little longer. It's really a powerful one. And you don't know until you try it on yourself, right? I, I can say how it's impacted me, but until you actually do it, take the action and, and go through it for yourself, you won't know how it works for you. And guess what? You, you can go through it all the time. You don't have to write it down. You can just go through it in your head. You know, if somebody says something to you and you don't, you you know, you don't like that. You can just run through the, well, why don't, why don't I like that? And you can unpack a lot of our feelings and emotions and things we've carried around with us for years. All right. Have an awesome day. I will be with you tomorrow with the next step in our get up and go challenge. Take care.